All right. You guys are listening to 990 WBOB, and we are the two doom men. He is Skaggs. I am the captain. And this is our episode for today. You want to tell them what we're talking about? <clears throat> a lot to discuss. Yes. A lot of uh, fun hypocrites today. Yeah, we kind of want to pick up a little bit where we left off on our last uh, normal episode with Dr. Fauci's emails. Yes. I want to talk about AOC's abuela. Um, we also want to talk about the trip that Kamala Harris had to Guatemala uh-huh. yep. and our good friend Hunter Biden, who's just a lunatic. Just what a happened bag with of fun. So uh, let's get right into it. Um, there was a brief delay. Sorry about that. A little technical difficulties. But like I said before, we are the Two Doom Men podcast. And uh, let's get this rolling. So I want to talk about Fauci, right? He went on MSNBC a few days ago. And uh, he has the audacity to now say that, uh, and I quote here, a lot of what you're seeing uh, as attacks on me, quite frankly, are attacks on science. Because all of the things I have spoken about from the beginning have been fundamentally based on science. And uh, if you didn't listen to our last episode, we shared some of the key emails from his email drop and the things he were talking he was talking about at the time were not based on science. They were political maneuvers. Yes. And, um, you know, that proved that it wasn't. So it's completely contradictory to what he's saying here now. Yes. Um, where were we going with this? Uh, it's absolutely absurd that he can still show up, that these emails could come out. And there is next to zero coverage of these emails. No one is asking any questions. And he's still out here barking orders. You know, isn't it strange that, like, he, you know, he just brushed off these emails and then now all of a sudden he's like, oh, teenagers should get vaccinated because this new strain from the UK is coming. Doesn't that add up real quick? You, you've been politically charged the entire time and now we're just supposed to believe you again? Like... This hasn't been a smooth transition. It's it's so absurd that he's just getting off scot free. Well, he didn't, as he of right he now, he didn't really directly address anything Nothing. in the emails, and that's also the the fault of my next point here, like MSNBC, where he went on. Um, of course, he goes on, you know, their show. They're friendly to the establishment. You know, it's easy for that. You know, him to defend himself on there. They ask no follow up questions about the emails. Nothing like that. Um, and at this point, in my opinion. Like the corporate press, these major MSNBC, CNN, they're indistinguishable from state-run media oh, propaganda, yeah. just like North Korea or China has with Kim Jong Un and I know Xi Jinping. Yeah. Um, you know these corporate press, they just do whatever the bureaucrats, the establishment needs them to do. You know, you need to come on here and defend yourself. We got you. Don't worry. Yep. We saw Brian Selter's interview with uh, Jen Paskey and, and whatnot. It's, it's pathetic. Um, the only difference between America and these totalitarian states is that at least in America, there's us, yeah. right? There's we're the allowed men. to to do other forms of uh, journalism and media, if you want to call us journalism. But um, there's other outlets in those countries. It's just the state-run media, you know, right. like in North Korea. But we have a state-run media here. Essentially, it's just that there's other oh, forms yeah. of media here too, yeah. contesting them at at least. So that's that's one that's one thing in the chamber America got going yeah. for it. I mean, let's break down what he said with the, oh, the GOP is attacking me and attacking the science. First off, very divisive. I'm sure there's people outside of the GOP. I'm sure there's people outside of the Republican Party who are questioning you and attacking you. But let's let's break it. We're not attacking the <clears throat> yeah, science. Us. We're not yeah. in the GOP, and we've yeah. been questioning him. And- <laughs> we're, we're not attacking the science. We're attacking you. We're attacking your integrity. This man, for over a year... 
His words changed the fabric of society. And here he is. Here we still are holding this narrative of trust this, of follow the science, trust the science. You're supposed to question science. Then he comes at you with, well, science evolves. That's why I changed my opinions. Okay, so let's talk about your emails and the following of the science. You knew in your emails that masks do not help, you know, people. They do not stop the spread of the COVID virus. It's still small enough to get through the weaves of the mask. It's really only for sick people to not spread it to to healthy people. The drop droplets. Yeah, the droplets. Uh, it helps if someone coughs on you. Now they're not really coughing on you. People say, oh, well, that email was from the beginning of the pandemic. Things change. Okay, if we're going to follow the science, show me where the science says that the the COVID particles got bigger and masks work because people are still wearing masks. We, I still have to wear a mask at work no matter what. Let's talk more about the science. You said HQC does not work. HQC, it, it's, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Chris always calls it HQC because he can't pronounce it. Yeah, I can't it. say that word, yeah. <laughs> So you said that it's not going to work, that it's dangerous. Meanwhile, people from for decades have been taking hydroxychloroquine and it has been successfully used to cure things like malaria and fevers and stuff yeah. like that. We talked about that last yep. episode. So you you got rid of that so we could push the vaccine. Where did the science show show us the science that HQC was dangerous? All this, you're saying we're attacking the science and that we need to trust your scientific finding. Well, the people that work for you, their scientific finding. Show us the new scientific evidence. Because I don't, all I see is you were wrong about a lot of things. And here we are still trusting your old science. Now we need to question it. Yeah. And his his quote of, uh, you know, attacking me is attacking science. You know, like he's Thanos. I am science. You know? Science is founded upon attacking science. Yeah. Nothing is settled in science. So the fact that we can't question what you did and what you said, on top of the fact that, dude, you work for me, yeah. right? You're a federal employee, and you make the most of any employee on the payroll. And who, who funds the payroll for federal taxpayers. employees? The taxpayers. So you work for me. I have every right, and the GOP has every right to attack you and question you and, and you know, yeah. all of that. Every Everything changed based off of what this man said, and now we're not allowed to question it. You made a good point that he is our employee. He says, oh, attacking me is attacking the science. Bro, you are not a scientist. You are – you're a bureaucrat. He's a bureaucrat. You, it's, you it's evident for now. the government. Like, he is a bureaucrat. He played politics. He's yeah. like – as I said, he's the TV propaganda doctor. He's not the one in the lab yeah. doing the – you know, the making the sausage as they say. <laughs> um, and, and let me make another point here just to be clear. He's talking about people attacking him uh, you know, as attacking the scientists or the science. Uh, let's not forget that the former head of the CDC, Robert Redfield, he came out and said that he received actual death threats from other scientists regarding his speaking out of the COVID lab leak theory. So how about yeah. that yeah. for, for uh, you know, for attacking people? Scientists uh, threatening to kill another scientist because he's talking about the truth. Right. So maybe 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 uh, Fauci had the same death threats, and that's why yeah. he's been so misleading all the time. He's, you know, fearing for his life. But also, you know... Step back. Question: When have when have we ever heard in recent times? I'm sure you know in the past during you know World War II and stuff like that. Plenty of scientists got threatened. But when did when did scientists become like gang warfare that they're receiving death threats based on gang their opinion? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, I 
in my adult life, I don't remember any headline news of a scientist or a doctor receiving death threats because they have an opinion on you know, a virus or something in their medical f- or their scientific field. Mm-hmm. You, isn't that strange to you? Like you, they, they're not asking us to trust them anymore. They are just demanding. We trust yeah, them. Absolute belief and yes, compliance, based which on is what they say, which is not how science right, works as I said. at all insanity. And the media just complies with this. No one questions it. And he just gets to keep, we said this in our last episode. If he was nefarious, he needs to go. If he wasn't, if he didn't have... He's incompetent. Yes, he's wildly incompetent because this hasn't been a smooth year. You know what I mean? No. You want us to there, trust the science? He, you don't even know what science you're dealing right. with here. The, the fair, the most fair point we can make here is there's no way he deserves to get out of this situation with his job. Yeah. To start. And then there should be an investigation to get to the bottom of it. I don't think he's Dr. Evil as... You know, some people might not to be. You might. That's fine. But I need. I need to see hard evidence of that, which maybe there is. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. This is a problem. Also, you're saying you, you know you've never seen this before with like science. This is the sort of world we live in now, mm-hmm. where everything is so tribal and politically charged that science, right, becomes politics. Everything yeah. becomes there politics. Is- and and this is just this is a, a larger problem also with this massive state that we have too. Like. We have these doctors employed by the state who make mm. the rules, and then they become bureaucrats. It's just more of like a, a negative, I'd say, on the whole state, looking at it from like the, yeah. the anarchist libertarian point of view. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, everyone? It's the Two Doom Men, and we're here to tell you about a partner of ours, the Patriot Cigar Company. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with the idea of incorporating the love of cigars with the love for freedom and America. There is no better way to celebrate our love for our country and freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium cigar. After months of trying out different blends and working with master blenders, they created the Hellfire, TNT, Sidewinder, Moab, and Mark 48, which we have right here. Each cigar is made with premium tobacco, aged a minimum of three years in Nicaragua. You know, this is a true story. I had really fallen off smoking cigars for a while, and I just couldn't find anything that I enjoyed or wanted to sit through until I was introduced to the Patriot Cigar Company, and these are honestly some of the best cigars I've smoked in a long time. And the best part about it is you could go to MyPatriotCigars.com and use our promo code DOOMED to get 15% off your order. So if you're ready to enjoy a nice cigar, head on over to their website by using the link in our episode description below. I mean, it's it's almost like a dictatorship. You know, you just you get spoon fed whatever we demand you to eat. Yeah, and then God forbid you question it. They yeah. don't want it to be questioned. At, they they don't even want to acknowledge the fact that, as I said earlier, they work for us. Yeah, we pay your. You yeah. know, they want it to seem like you know they're the authority. Don't tell me what to say. Like there is no accountability for yeah. anything they do. When it this is all about accountability. Exactly. Look at all the doctors that got canceled and had their careers torn apart. Because they said, oh, there's a lab leak theory. Oh, it looks like HQC could work. There's other ways. And now it's the same thing with the vaccine. There's there's a hospital in Houston that 170 employees are on. Basically, the hospital said, you have two weeks to get vaccinated. If you don't, we're firing you all. Guess what? That hospital is going to be sued 
in, in, it's about compliance. Yeah. It's not about science. And that's, you know, we got to go to a break, unfortunately, here, yes. but that's a good point. Uh, compliance, not science. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. We'll be back after this break. And we are back. This is the Two Do Men. You are listening to 990 WBOB. And up next on the chopping block is AOC. So on June 2nd, AOC tweeted something interesting and funny. Um, she tweeted, just over a week ago, my abuela fell ill. I went to Puerto Rico to see her, my first time in a year because of COVID. This is her home. Um, there's pictures here below. Uh, Hurricane Maria relief hasn't arrived. Trump blocked relief money for Puerto Rico. People are being forced to flee ancestral homes and developers are taking them. The pictures of her grandma's house, it looks like crap. There's buckets collecting water still. The ceiling's falling out. Uh, it looks like an absolute mess. Um, and zero proof that her grandmother actually lives there. Yeah, this is the grandmother she like doesn't like talk about a lot. So it's it, the whole situation is very sketchy. But AOC, um, she took, I mean, she took a lot of heat. She took this, a beating right? over this, and it was fantastic. Yeah, so... I mean, let's be real here. AOC is rich. Yeah, right? let's let's break it down. I mean, AOC for her age has achieved a lot, and I mean a lot. Most people her age, our age, do not get to become a member of Congress like she is. Right. She does not make no small paycheck, no. and we don't know what type of investments she has That's and things it. on the side. She's flush with cash. She could easily move her grandmother out of this apartment or just rent her out a better new one. Right. That's but, what I would do for my grandmother if she was in the situation. Exactly. But we need to stick to the orange man bad narrative, and this is what we get out of it. Right. So what's funny about this whole situation is uh, a conservative podcaster, YouTube you know, personality, kind of like ourselves, um, his name's Matt Walsh. And uh, he started a GoFundMe for her. And uh, looking at Matt Walsh's tweet, uh, he goes uh, on June 4th, As you've heard, AOC's abuela is living in a dilapidated home that was ravaged by Hurricane Maria. AOC is unable to help her own grandma for whatever reason. So I have set up this GoFundMe campaign to save her home. Please give if you can. H hashtag help abuela. Uh, and then his next tweet is, I will kick things off by donating $499, which happens to be the cost of a monthly lease payment for a Tesla. I challenge Ben Shapiro, Michael Knowles, Jeremy Boring to match this donation. Together, we can change the world. All those guys did match and, and more. Yep. Uh, and why a Tesla? Because AOC bought a Tesla. And Teslas Which, are very expensive. It's, she, she has a $70,000 car. Right. So, I don't have a $70,000 yeah, car. Right. The, the, you know, the, the socialist person is all about you know, our taxpayer yeah. money, you know, funding fixing her grandmother's problem, which I have no problem with that even occurring here. Uh, yeah, th but, they should have gotten the relief money. But the point is, this is how communists, this is how socialists work, right? They want you to pay for everything. They keep the money in their pockets, yep. spend it on the luxurious lifestyle, and they live in the lap of luxury and get all the perks, all the benefits for everything. But God forbid they have to spend $1 on something that the government they want the government yep. to spend on? No, 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 and, no. And on top of this, she fired back saying that this is a personal attack. People are trying to help you. They they feel. I mean, I know it's on the nose coming from Walsh, you know, of why yeah. he's doing this. But we're still raising money to help someone you love, and you're mad at this, right? So yeah, the GoFundMe it raised over a hundred thousand dollars. AOC and their and her family told the GoFundMe they won't be accepting it, and it was shut down. Um, and 
Yes, this is a, a nice as yes, it's like political sniping. Yes, but it's still money that would have helped your grandmother, and it's still a nice gesture. You had and, an opportunity to like be like, you know what? Thank you. You know, I know this was like you guys are pulling in a yeah. joke at me, but in the spirit of unity, I'll accept this this gesture of of uh, conservatives giving me money. Yeah, not something to be taken lightly. People going out of their way, taking their own dollars out of our pocket to give you. And you know, make something good out of it. Instead, she did the opposite: more, di- more divisiveness. And on top of that, the rate that they were raising money, they could have not just helped her grandmother; they could have helped probably a portion of the community. <clears throat> yeah, but I think um, I was reading about that, and GoFundMe will only allow you to use the money for the specific thing people donated for. Right. So, if like okay. if it's for Abuela, only Abuela could get the money. Okay, well then, I mean, Abuela couldn't redistribute the wealth, but you yeah, know what? If like, she if if she taught AOC anything, she was going to keep all of it. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, they could redistribute the wealth however they want, just like how Peter Daszak redistributed the money to the Wuhan lab. Yeah, right? yeah. A similar money laundering scheme. Um, I want to make the point also that AOC, you know, is saying this is a personal attack on her and this is the worst thing ever. This was terrible. How dare they? She did the same exact thing when the Texas ice storms paralyzed the state. Do you remember? Ted Cruz, he fleed to uh, Cancun to get away from the storms. And uh, who swooped in to make sure that she, you know, got those those points on the virtue virtue signaling uh, skill? Uh, AOC showed up in person. To Texas and did fundraisers, helped with the relief effort. Good for her, right? She did the right thing. But don't get it twisted. She did it because she hates Ted Cruz and she wanted to make sure she scored political points to make him look mm-hmm. bad. And you know, like the publicity well, ego driven. Because on January sixth, Ted Cruz tried to kill her. Remember, right? Right. right. Yes. And that was another. That was another. Yeah, lie I, th- out I of think her actually, mouth. Ted Cruz was trying to be like thankful yeah. in, in uh, retrospect of it, and she responded to that like, you know, we're no, we're not going to talk. Like you tried to right have me killed during the January sixth riot. Isn't it? F- Go, what were you going to say? No, okay. Isn't it funny, though, that that AOC is willing to help Texans because she hates Ted Cruz, but isn't willing to help her own grandmother because the narrative of Orange Man Bad is so important? Yeah. Just to it, we need to. They're not the. They're the progressives, the regressives. They they don't move forward in any way, shape, or form. Regressives. Yeah, yeah. they're they're regressives. That she's willing to raise money to screw over someone she doesn't like and won't raise money for her own flesh and blood speaks volumes. There's no, there's not going to be any unity that will come from the fraud squad. They're scorch and burn and they're all frauds themselves. They're not fighting for anything as Mm -hmm. they promised the Medicare for all forced to vote. You know, I listen to Jimmy Dore, who's very progressive and he's torching them all the time. You know, they're not using, he made a great point. They're not using any of the leverage that they have as a block of voting in Congress to get any of the things that progressives actually want, that they're actually just using, they're keeping those issues like Medicare for all as a, a fruit above their oh, their, yeah. their uh, constituency's head to always have something to fundraise off of. Right. If Medicare for all passes, Bernie, AOC, etc., could not fundraise off of the promise of possibly they, voting on it in the future or making it happen. If, if what they wanted was passed, we would realize how big of frauds they are because their mission would be over. They would have nothing to... To squawk over if if they got what they wanted, their mission would be over, and then you would see that they're horrible congresswomen and congressmen that they they have no they're frauds. yeah complete they're, frauds yeah they, they, like I said they're keeping that that apple uh, you know in front of their voters they'll never accomplish it and, and you know they've been trying to get Medicare for all for you know forever and it's and I've I've learned that recently it seems like that is 
their game. Like, just keep oh, that yeah. forever, and we'll always be able to fundraise off of that, and that'll keep our campaigns yeah, well, in mean, business. We've been trying to solve the same problems for decades now, so it, yep. they're right in line. So look, you know, we're going to have to wrap it up on AOC, but she could have spun this into a moment of unity and in a positive way, but and nope. Hel- and nope. helped her grandmother. Nope. Now you got us, you know, slinging arrows at you because of it. And with that, we are done raking AOC over the coals, and we will be back with some Kamala Harris and Hunter Biden fun when we get back from this break. Thank you, guys. All right, and we are back. This is 990 WBOB, and we are the two doomed men. So we've raked uh, Fauci over the coals. We've raked AOC over the coals. And on to our next... Locking on to our third target of the night of four. Our next victim up to bat is Vice President Kamala Harris. What a disappointment. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my (laughs) What a week she's had, huh? Wow. Fantastic. Fantastic stuff. We're learning things about yeah. Kamala Harris that we, we, you know, we did not really see. Yeah, that so that far. Joe Biden's a better speaker than I, she is. I'm shocked. I never <laughs> would have thought that I'd say there's someone worse at doing interviews and giving public speeches than President Joseph Robinette Biden. Yeah, but his vice president is giving him a run for the money, and I and I see now why. Like this whole time, she's, she's kind been of been quiet, quiet and yeah. they've been keeping her, you know, and, and we did say a long time ago, like, we don't want to hear from her. We want to hear from Biden. Yeah. You know I mean? He is the president, but I, yep. you know, they felt, they felt the same way, I guess. They took our, you know, they yeah. took our advice. Somebody listening, right? It's, um, and it's cr- crazy to think, cause I mean, like the whole conspiracy of it all is like, she's eventually going to take over, which is scary. Cause at least like when we thought she was articulate, like. I felt like she would have at least been a strong <laughs> president, yeah. although not doing things I liked. Right. I felt like she would have been strong. Yeah, Better off than Dementia yeah. Joe. But I mean, I guess we would just have a, a giggling nut up there who makes zero sense yeah, and just sends mixed messages. You learn something new every day. So uh, what happened? Uh, she was visiting Guatemala this past week, and it's her first foreign trip as vice president. Uh, and she's looking to address corruption and immigration. And boy, it did not go over well in any way whatsoever. Nope. Um, we could even start from when she landed. There was Guatemalans <laughs> protesting her arrival with Trump signs and saying, this you know, was, go home. We don't watch Guatemalans. This was fantastic. The whole Trump one thing is taking the world by storm. Foreigners. Yes. Well, I, I it, was shocked. It's at, it, it's in all these baseball games. It's a whole new thing to, to hang the banner that Trump won. But to show up in Guatemala and have a Trump one go home sign is incredible. This is like the power. Like I don't know what to make of that, man. It's very, very odd. I, I, think, <laughs> I think more people are starting to believe that the election wasn't on the up and up. And American governments does dictate things around the world. So if if the American people got played, there's foreigners that are getting played too, to Maybe. an extent. You know Maybe what I'm saying? Maybe some Guatemalans understand economics and uh, how you know inflation and printing unlimited amounts of money could not yeah. only destroy the American economy but the world economy. And for Maybe. all for all we know, Trump I maybe know. didn't have the CIA starting some you know secret I was thinking, war. Right. I, I, I was saying that too. Is this like more QAnon people, yeah. or is this like the CIA? Some sort of rogue operation. Yeah. So who knows, man? You know, but it was, I don't know what to believe anymore. It was shocking to see these signs. And I mean, off the bat, she had she did not have a good trip. No. So one of the highlights of, of her trip, um, she was ta- giving this speech and um, about like immigration and stuff like that. And she told the Guatemalan people that are looking to make this journey from Guatemala through Mexico, etc. Uh, do not come. 
do not come, right? And that oh, wait, I thought Trump said that he did, right? Well, he's the <laughs> racist though. She's you know she's no longer racist. That those two words, first of all, spawned memes, you know, poking fun at the mm-hmm. the words. Not very religious, like you know that was low hanging fruit. That was such an easy thing to poke fun at. There was a great yeah. meme of of her saying that, and then uh, you know uh, Trump also saying Germany, something yeah. similar. Yeah. After we won't go into um, low hanging fruit, you know, but. Let me let me go into here. Yes, that is that would be considered racist from yep. from Trump, right? Let me go into here and give somebody who I just lambasted credit. Uh, AOC actually called her out uh, on such on on this stuff, right? AOC uh, she offered a rebuke in a series of tweets on Monday, um, retweeting the president, saying that she's extremely disappointed and that basically Guatemalans coming to the country that are like leaving for. You know, leaving because like they're trying to get away from like violence and persecution, have the right to asylum, which I agree they they do. Like you have the right to uh, you know like ask for asylum, and uh, AOC actually even made a similar point to me that me and you have made in previous episodes that our country is like constantly destabilizing uh, nations like this and making them bad places to live, which makes people want to leave. So I'll give AOC credit because we have. Uh, you know, we've been very critical of her in the past, yeah. not like not criticizing Biden or Harris for things that go against what AOC believes in. So we, you know, criticize her before, give her yeah. just to be, you know, in the spirit of fairness here, I'll say at least in this regard, she maintained her like ideology or whatever. And and let's not also forget that Kamala Harris literally campaigned on no ban, no wall. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Her, her. A stance in her campaign was, we're open for business. Come on over. We don't care. And and here she is saying, don't come. We will turn you away. It has been, oh, we're coming up on 80 days that she's been put in charge of the crisis at the border. Still won't say there's a crisis at the border and still hasn't technically visited the border. With... Yeah, we're going to get into None that. None of this makes sense anymore. Yeah. You know, like this is like a sick like the movie's not good anymore. <laughs> so, it's you know, interesting that you brought that up. She had an interview with Lester Holt on NBC the other day also, and she gave a completely bizarre response to uh, Lester Holt's final question regarding her not going to the border in person uh, after she was charged with leading the border crisis response. And I think everybody needs to hear this. If you guys could play it for us, go ahead. Just quickly put a button. Okay. Do you have any plans? To visit the border. I, at some point, you know, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So you, this whole, this whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I, mean, I don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. I'm not discounting the importance of the border. Well, I, I, I mentioned it because I, even, I, I know Republicans have certainly come at you on this, but Democratic Congressman Cuellar, as a border district has said to the, you and the president, come. You need, I care you need to about see this. Listen, I care about what's happening at the border. So, that's our VP. Have you Look ever been? Have you ever been to Europe? No. Anytime I ask you a difficult question from now on, that maybe that just go. You know, that's oh, that's yeah. the easy response. There, well, I haven't been. You know, there was a there was a meme, and it uh, it was a a wife talking to her husband, and it was like, "Honey, did you go to the grocery store?" Well, I haven't been to Europe yet, so I don't know what you're talking about. And with that, Doom Nation, we'll be right back after a few messages. What's up, Doom Nation? It is Skaggs here, and thanks for joining us for another episode of the Two Doom Men podcast. 
If you like political discussion, guns, beer, movie and TV reviews, smash that like button, subscribe to our channel, and share the show with your friends. That's the best way we can get around Big Tech's algorithm. You can also just go to linktree.com slash to do men to find everywhere the show has a presence. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Skaggs89. Thank you, everyone, and let's get back to the show. Yeah, this goes back to what we were saying before. Boy, like, you know, they take her out of the shed and she's just messing everything up with the nervous laughs. And that made, that was like some mumbo jumbo word soup that I don't even understand what she was trying, what sort of point she was trying. Well, I haven't been to Europe. What does that have to do at all? Yeah. With, with the border. It, it really comes down to that this administration has no interest in fixing the border. You know what I mean? So if they go there and that they show there's a problem, people are going to ask them to fix it. As long as they don't mm-hmm. like go there and announce it, no one's going to ask them. Well, I mean, we're going to demand them to fix it. But And on top of this, the Biden administration walked into the white house and we had one of the most securest borders we've ever had this is all 100 percent this administration's fault at this point yeah you know it is i mean even the president of guatemala was like no there's not an immigration problem because of climate change mm-hmm. it's because of joe biden funny um if you let me go on my my little rant go here. for it um so what did we learn from all of this right her trip the the flubs etc right they the biden harris team they're incompetent Right. Um, They have no real plan or method to stop the immigration issue. Um, And not only do they not have any plan, but she went down there in Guatemala and she's again meddling in foreign affairs of another country. Um, She was there to speak on corruption within the Guatemalan administration. What what does that have to do with us? Why are we getting involved in in the inner workings of another Latin American government's, uh, you know, you know, business or whatever? And at the same time, they are pledging $4 billion over the next four years to develop the region. So there, she's com- she goes down there to get involved in corruption and complain about corruption. Well, here's $4 billion you know, yeah. that you guys could use. <laughs> well, how, what? How so, do, $4 billion of our dollars, again, that they're going to print and give away, and God forbid they help you know, American people or stop printing money and making our money more worthless. Here's $4 billion to the, corrupt, the apparent corrupt people yeah. that you're going down there to give a stern talking to. Yep, we're just going to funnel money to the corrupt people. Yeah. Like, they, like they're going to use it. And, and what are we going to do to develop the region? Or what, what laws are we going to impose? What, how are we going to piss off the people of Guatemala? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all BS, dude. Yeah. It's all going to fall into pockets that there's con- connected to them. Just she, like the, the Pokemon yeah. meme. Body new spent. <laughs> you know? she, she went down there to make sure the corruption is still going on so she could get her cut when it's time. Probably, dude. Yeah. That's how these things work. Yeah, you know that that's our money that they're just sending there, and and I want the people of Guatemala to live better lives, but yeah. we have to maybe start with not messing them up. That's the that's the starting reference yeah. point. That's somewhere it, me and AOC will agree, right? Stop getting yeah. involved. It's it's once again. Oh, there's a problem in Guatemala. We're here to be the solution. <laughs> what was it? Guatemala? Guatemala. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's a problem, and we're going to be the solution. You know we created the problem. Right. We right. Th- we created this immigration problem that they're having right yeah. now, not if, not global warming and climate yes. change. If you've been listening to our show, man, that's like a common theme of the, you know, that we keep saying. Government keeps 
going around the world, going around the country, creating problems, and then building themselves as the answer to the problems they created. Yep. But they have amnesia as to how the problems were created in the first place. Just like with the lockdowns of COVID, you know, now they want to spend a bajillion dollars to try and fix that. It's not going to work. Yep. In the Latin America, you know, remember how many thousands of uh, instances of uh, interventionalism, yep. interventionism did... The, the, the country, you know, did our our federal government, let's be real, like it's our federal government, not our people that are doing this. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it just made the area bad and makes people want to leave, which has created this immigration and, thing and to begin on, with. on top of it, Biden and Kamala completely campaigned on, we will welcome you with open arms. You know, everyone who's here illegally is going to head straight for, uh, you know, becoming a, a natural citizen, no questions asked. You're creating the influx for people to come. They literally held out, you know, the carrot and said, come, 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 come. And right before everybody came, they shut the door. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this is just insane types of hypocrisy. And you want to talk about hypocrisy. Oh, boy. Are we getting on on to... You want to lock on to our final target here? Yes. I. You know, our final target for tonight is (laughs) Mr. Hunter Biden. And before we get into this, I got to say, this man is wild very wild yeah um he said some things that were not good um we actually have like a minute or two here before break i didn't realize so maybe we'll we think let the break come and then we'll get into hunter yeah um definitely i mean hunter's a wild guy we would uh i kind of want to party with him i'm not gonna lie i think so um, yeah he sounds like a good party so uh we'll be back with uh, hunter biden catch us there All right, 990, we are back with our final segment. What are we talking about? We are talking about our good old buddy, Hunter Biden. This man is a bag of tricks and insanity. Yeah, bag of trash, definitely. Um, This laptop is the laptop, well, the non-existing laptop is the laptop from hell for this poor man. Well, he's not a poor man. Um, Where do we even begin with this? So, I'll start here with the... The funny part is here, he's probably most people don't know about this. Hunter Biden got caught texting his lawyer, who is also a white man, and they were dropping the N-bomb continuously. The worst word, the, wor- the worst of the racist words you yes. could use. He used it multiple times. And the funny thing about this segment is we have to watch what we say because we'll get in trouble for saying the wrong thing. Where Hunter Biden is going to get off scot free, mm-hmm. and the media isn't even going to talk about it. No, but we will. Yeah. So uh, he repeatedly called his white attorney the N word in a pair of bizarre and occasionally lewd text conversations in late 2018 and early 2019, uh, and newly unearthed messages that came from his laptop that was taken from the uh, store in what was the pawn it? shop, the, or the whatever pawn shop in Delaware. The laptop, right? Like you said, it didn't exist. Well, no, no, it does exist, and we're getting more information out mm-hmm. of it. So another another lie from the mainstream media to cover up for the Bidens. Yeah. So you, you want me to read some of these uh, text messages? You know. Yeah. Let's knock carefully. out a few of the bad ones. Yeah. Um, they're talking about a news story, and um, he goes he goes to his lawyer. How much money do I owe you? Because N word, you better not be charging me them Hennessy rates, which is pretty funny, right? I gotta say. As messed up as it is, pretty funny. And yeah. one point I wanted to make is with his daddy in charge, Hennessy rates and prices are going up because with inflation and whatnot, yeah. everything's getting more right. expensive. So, yeah. You know, I mean, he's got plenty of money. He could afford it. Um, his, his lawyer goes, that made me snarf my coffee. Uh, Hunter goes, I just made that phrase up, by the way. I should have 
nad your lineage. Right? I don't, look, what a weird He was person. definitely just yeah. blown out of his head when he was typing this stuff, too. Uh, his lawyer goes, clever son of a gun. Hunter goes, it's wasted on you. Apparently you do. That's what I'm saying, N-word. And then he goes, and then the his his lawyer goes, why are you so tan? I guess he sent him an image of himself or something. Probably I mean, a boy, naked this is, one. This is a very odd uh, conversation. Yeah, if you just read his OMG one, because it makes yeah. no sense what he says. His lawyer says something him about something religious to him, and he replies, OMG, N-word, did you just... Did you just a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened and my dead brother's unconditional love is what I should rely on and my kids aren't children, George. What what was that? You can't tell me he's I, not on drugs 24-7. I don't even understand what that meant a, at all. His, his lawyer replies, my parents' love was conditioned. He goes, Hunter then replies, my penis as of late has been unconditional. And uh, his, his lawyer goes, that's why we are searching. Hunter goes, for my penis. Yeah. This is, uh, these are the ones you didn't see. No, before, no, these right? are not. What? And then his lawyer goes, and we will always be searching. Hunter goes, it's a big penis, George. They always find it. And I only love you because you're black. It's so annoying when you interject with frivolity. And Hunter replies, true that, N-word. But I'm not done with my rent. I mean, this just goes on yeah, with more so, bizarre weirdness. Uh, he's not going to get so much as a slap on the wrist. I mean, listen, the left, the media, the world has kind of set these guidelines. The N-word is a career ender, no matter how you cut it at this point. But no one is going to say anything to, to Hunter Biden. Biden and Kamala Harris aren't going to condemn him. BLM, the squad is going to keep their mouth shut on this. All the news outlets, oh, he, you know, he's just going through a hard time. He's a drug addict. First off, the guy's 50 years old. He's an adult. He's lived a very cushy, comfortable life. He, he's not, he was a drug addict because it was available to him because he had the money to buy this stuff. He wasn't some broke crackhead on the street that's having a hard time screaming expletives because he's losing his mind. He's got that white privilege daddy's oh, always talking about. This is the real white privilege. And the best part is a few weeks ago, Joe Biden says the biggest threat Americans face is guns. And then the Secret Service had to go collect a gun that Hunter Biden had illegally. Then, following after that, Joe Biden gets up there and says, white supremacy is the biggest threat America has to face today. And now here's his son dropping N-bombs. So just yesterday, Joe Biden switched it up when he was talking to the military in the UK that climate change is the new big threat. First off, Joe Biden has no idea what threats, what threatening, who and what is threatening America. But I really hope now that they said, like, climate change and, like, the environment is, like, the new big threat. I really hope, like, somewhere on, like, the emails or, like, Hunter's laptop, there's just pictures of him, like, with, like, the radioactive waste from, you know. He's just burning pits of coal yeah, somewhere 24-7. Just, yeah, just, yeah dumping gas and oil into the ocean or something. Just yeah. heinous stuff. What, yeah. this is, what this is, bro, is the, uh, the iron law of woke projection. Mm -hmm. The woke people always project what they themselves do upon other people. So, yep. you know, the most racist people are the ones calling everyone racist. Yeah. The polluters are, are you know, the ones doing the pollute. The ones are saying, you're, you know, you're saying people are polluting, you're probably doing yeah. the polluting. That's the iron law of woke projection. Yeah, it's, it's just like when 
when everyone attacked Tim Scott for going against what Joe Biden said, yes. it doesn't matter that Tim Scott's black. He went against the narrative. So Hunter Biden, since he's Joe Biden's son, is so virtuous and on the moral high ground that it's okay for him to say the N-word. Right. You know what I mean? Because it, it's he, his heart's in the right yeah. place. What were you telling me before about uh, the Trump boys? Oh, yeah. So the fantastic thing online now is Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. are furious. And they have all the right to be. Because don't forget, there during Trump's administration, there was an alleged video of Trump whispering the N-word. And this is all the major news networks could talk about, that Trump said the N-word. And if that video was real, and if that video came out... They would, he'd be standing on the gallows yeah. right now. It'd be wall to wall coverage. CNN yes. ratings would be up three hundred percent. And we have we have definitive proof here that Hunter Biden is talking like this, and he's not going to get so much as a slap on the wrist. Yeah, this is just another example of thousands of a double standard of hypocrisy, mm -hmm. right? And uh, what it really proves here to me is that the left wing, the liberals, the establishment, they pick and choose which oh, racist yeah. things to make a big deal about. And it's very telling of their character. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't actually care about racism. Nope. It's just a weapon that they can use politically to get what they want, which is power. And uh, have you ever heard of the quote that there is no truth but power? No. That's what they believe. Right. So their only goal is to get power. I understand it, yeah. And once you have power, you can make your own truth. Yeah, you don't so need to. You don't need to believe in anything. You don't need to tell the truth. Doesn't it just get Good. Doesn't China do that? <laughs> yes, right. Same same ideology. So um, you, have... you know, and I just wanted to point out that the right wing does the same thing, oh, right? Course. Just for different issues and different lobbyist interests than the left wing does. It's all about power. These two parties are constantly seeking it. Um, you know, with the right wing stuff, they're all right now. They're all about like freedom and whatnot. Yeah. But go to a right wing state, you can't smoke weed. Yeah. They don't want you to have abortion. So it's just like different issues. So I have one final question for you that I didn't tell you about. Go ahead. So we could take a step back and see if we have Biden derangement syndrome or not. Um, I saw, I heard that on a podcast and I thought that was great. Yeah, we've, we've said that before. Yeah. Um, okay. So reading Hunter's text, obviously he's messing around with his lawyer. Mm. Let's take a step back, not get too crazed. Do you think he was just messing around or was this being racist because if the text messages did you know if these n-word moved in next door we got to sell our house f them you know i hate these n-word you know i, I got to get out of this that's very racist projecting right. the hate for this person based on their skin color text messages between friends i mean we've been friends for 13 14 years We've never talked like that, and we do dumb stuff all the time yeah. and talk about nonsense every day. But your opinion? No, I, I don't think he's in this you know context. I don't think he was being racist. I think he's first of all, I think he was on drugs, 100%. right, and that was influencing the you know just mumbo jumbo that was coming out of his, especially that one text. Um, you know, he's it's not right to. I hate that word, right, because yeah. it's such a you know it just sucks, but. No, I don't think he was being racist. I think he's yeah. just being an idiot and, you know, inappropriate, and he was on drugs. And on that note, I agree. Um, he does deserve some punishment, but we know he's not going to no, get it. No, So 
990 WBOB, thank you guys for listening to us. It's been fun talking all this crap about these, you know, hypocrites. And you can find us, the Two Do Men podcast, where all major podcasts are heard. We do a show once a month here on 990 WBOB. Make sure you check out our Instagram account, at Two Do Men underscore podcast. And in our bio is the link tree to the rest of our social media. So once again, thank you. It's been an awesome night. We also did a review of Loki, the new Disney Plus series. That'll be coming out tomorrow. Check that out if you like Loki. Thank you. Have a good night, WBOB. Thank you.